Psalm 26. The book of Psalm 26. If you find your place in the book of Psalm 26, I am going to read it and I want everyone to get to Psalm 26 before I start reading. And I'm going to read the whole passage in the book of Psalm 26. And I want you to pay very close attention to every word in this passage in the book of Psalm 26. Look at what the Bible says. The Bible says here in verse 1. Judge me, O Lord, for I have worked in my integrity. I have trusted also in the Lord. Therefore, I shall not slide. Look at verse 2. Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my reins and my heart. For thy loving kindness is before my eyes, and I have walked in thy truth. I have not sat with vain persons, neither will I go in with dissemblance. I have hated the congregation of evildoers. I will not sit with the wicked. Look at verse 6. I will wash my hands in innocency. So will I compass thine altar, O Lord, that I may publish with the voice of thanksgiving and tell of all thy wondrous works. Lord, I have loved the habitation of thy house and the place where thine honor dwelleth. Gather not my soul with sinners, nor my life with bloody men, in whose hands is mischief, and their right hand is full of what? Bribes. But as for me, I will walk in my what? Integrity. Redeem me and be merciful unto me. My foot standeth in an even place. In the congregation will I bless the Lord. Will I bless the Lord. At this evening I want to talk about the integrity of believers. The integrity of believers. The question I want to ask you this evening, what is integrity? In other words, integrity means innocence. Now integrity is something that is very important today. Integrity is what is fading out in our community, in our society, in our homes. People are losing integrity. A lot of places today, a lot of places of work today, people are not honest. They do not have integrity. And God is saying to us, as a believer, there is something that God is looking at, and that is integrity. Are you men and women of integrity? Look at what the Bible says here in verse 1. This is what I mean, David said. David is the writer of the book of Psalm 26. And he said, Judge me, O Lord, for I have walked in my integrity. Now let me ask you, can you say to God and say, God, judge me. Judge me, O Lord, according to my integrity. 
You know, can, can, when God looks at you and I, can he see a man and woman of integrity? Can he look at you and say, no, you are man and women of integrity. So integrity is the quality of being honest and fair. You know, when talking about integrity of believers from Psalm 26, we will see ways in which believers should conduct and pattern their lives. God wants us to see the way we believers, we need to pattern and conduct our life. Now, in the book of Psalm 26, where we are and where we are reading, and we see the psalmist saying something very important. He mentioned the word integrity in that passage two times. Because David is a man, truly a man of integrity. I mean, that doesn't mean that David does not have sin. David had sin in his life. And he has to come to that point that he needed to deal with that sin in his life. But David said to God, I want you to look at me and I want you to judge me because of my integrity. That is what David is saying. Say, I have worked in my integrity and I want you to judge me according to that. The integrity of believer. The question I want to ask you is, do we have integrity? When people see you, when people look at you, can they see men and women of integrity? Full of truth. Being honest. Being fair. Without being partial. And David, as a leader, as a king, you know, he said God is not respect of any person. And when a king is showing favoritism to other party, that king is being in respect of another person. But David said, God, I want you to look at me and I, I want you to judge me if actually I do not have integrity. But I believe I have integrity and I want you to judge me. Our integrity is lost when the condition of our hearts are not right. When the condition of our hearts are not right, look at what it says in verse 2. Look at uh, Psalm 26, verse 2. I want you to look at verse 2. It says, Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my reins and my heart. Listen, we lose our integrity when our hearts are not right with the Lord. If our hearts are not right with the Lord, we are moving, we are shifting ground on our integrity. And that is why Christian learning. But when our hearts are right with the Lord, look at the life of Job. His wife came to him and said, You still hold on to your integrity, Job. Why don't you curse God and die? A man of integrity is saying that though Islam me, I will not change. And we still need the man and woman today in our society, in our community, that we say, I will never change in regardless of the circumstances. But we lose our integrity when the condition of our hearts are not right. We begin our integrity. We one side to the other. And that is why Christianity has become a loving stock today. Because we do not have men and women of integrity. I want you to talk. You know, one thing that frightens me so much 
Mr. James, you know, is the fact that the Bible says judgment will begin at the house of God. That is one of the things that frighten me. God judges people. God is righteous judge. God is not going to be partial. You know, a lot of people say, oh, in the Old Testament, God, I mean, God is quick to judge his people. But in the New Testament, oh, we are. Do you know that God judges people to today? I believe strongly with all my heart that as a Christian, you cannot go with sin and go free. God has a way of dealing with his children. Even David couldn't even escape. David, even the king, a man own heart, God vouched for David. And David is a man after my own heart. And when David sinned, God did not cover his sin. God did not cover his sin. God dealt with David. David wrote this psalm before Psalm 51 when he started confessing his sin. But he said here, he said, examine me, O Lord. Examine me. Have you ever prayed to God for God to examine your heart? God, if my heart is with you, I want you to examine me. Listen, it is high time, believers, we need to see ourselves as God sees us. We shouldn't deceive as if we are this with God when we are this with God. God is not mocked. We can mock God. We can deceive God. God is honest. And that is why we also we must stand. We must have integrity just like Job. Let's the Bible to Job chapter 2. Job chapter 2 verse 9. Job, the book of Job chapter 2 verse 9. And I want you to look at something that really bothered me. I mean, I, I was, when I read this passage of Job, I was really, like, I mean, can your wife just come to you? Do you still hold on to your integrity? You. That is Job's wife telling Job, you have enjoyed bread and butter. You have, I mean, everything together. You've enjoyed life together. Job, I mean, and his wife comes and came to me and said, ah, who was it? Don't you to say, oh, man, that was better, man, she don't you know what your friends are doing? Don't you know what your peers are doing? In general, you don't know the way. Let me show you. Go ask your friends. Look at verse 9. It says, Then said his wife unto him, It was a stranger. His wife. His own wife. Then said his wife to him, Thou see old integrity. Curse God and die. Now, he's saying that, I want you to turn back from God. Have you ever come to the point in your life that the road is too tight, God? You have your will. Let me have my way. So curse God and die. Because, now, I want you to look at something that you have to, in the Old Testament, is either you follow God or you follow the devil. You can't be in between. And that is why the wife realized that, well, if you curse God, God will be very hungry with Job. And that's what the wife said. When you curse God, just die. No, just go, go. You are smelling. I mean, I don't want you around here. 
Say, come God and die. But Job maintained his integrity. Job will see Jolo to toss you alone. And those are the kind of Christians that we need today. I know that things are difficult. I know that things are hard. I know the situation is very bad. But God is still looking for men and women of integrity today. People that will say, no, I will not change. Even though the world around me is changing, even though people around me are changing, I will not change. And let me say this to us this evening. Integrity of believers is seen in their steps. Look at verse 3 of Psalm 26. Integrity of believer is seen. In their steps. Integrity of believer is seen in their steps. Look at verse 3. Say, For thy loving kindness is, is before my eyes, and I have walked in thy truth. We see the personal walk, the personal step of believer. Say, listen, I have walked. I'm not walking in a way that is not right. I'm walking in the right path. Let me say this to us this evening. Don't think because you are living for God that you will not have problem in your life. Don't ever think about that. No, David said, listen, I have followed the right steps. I mean, listen, I'm not I'm not following the path of the wicked, but I have followed, I have loved the truth, I have loved the people of God, I am not working in a dishonest way. Now, when you look at a man and woman of integrity, look at their steps, you look at where they are working, what is their personal work? Are they working dishonestly? When people look at your life, people look at my life, can they discover that there are inconsistency in our work, in our personal work? People are looking at you, believers. You know, sometimes we think nobody looks at you. People are looking at your life. People are looking at a change in your life. You know, can people look at you and say, wow, there has been a great change since you are a Christian? Or they still see the same person, they see the same man, or they see someone that is changing. Someone that is improving in our personal work, proving work in our past work. So the integrity of believer is seen in their steps, where they go. And look at what the Bible says in verse 4. The integrity of believers is seen in their separation. In the separation, look at say he said, I have not sat with vain persons. Wow. I have not sat with persons in their separation. Are you a separated man and woman of God? I believe strongly with all my heart there is a boundary that a child of God cannot cross. There is a boundary. A child of God cannot cross. There is a limit to what a child of God can do. And the Bible is telling us that, I mean, the psalmist, David said that, listen, I have not, I have not sat with vain person. You know the vain people? Useless people. People that have no bearing. People that have no visions. People that have no plans. You know what the Bible says? It says, 
He that walketh with the wise shall be wise. Who are your friends? You know, friends, people who are struggling, we never help you to serve God. Christian, let me tell you. I realize the of separation, the importance of moving with the right people, the importance of walking with the right Sat with a vain person. You know what inspired, inspired him to write the book of Psalm 1? Say, Blessed is the blessed. Do you know the meaning of blessed? Happy. How happy is not monetarily. Say, How happy is the man? How blessed is the man that worketh not in the counsel of the What a blessed truth. If you to maintain your integrity. Number one, we look at your separation. How separated are you? With someone that is not saved, and someone that is not right with God, I'm saying that we need to distance ourselves so that people will be able to see the differences between you that you are saved and the person that is not saved. Between and non Christian. Amen. Amen. In our steps. Say, I have not worked, I have not sat with vain persons. You know, in the concept of sitting with vain persons, vain persons, you know what? They talk trash. You hear a lot of dirty things from them. They are not vain, empty. They don't have anything godly to impart to your life. All what they care so much about is how they can make gist of everything. And the Bible warns us against gist that is not convenient. They want to make gist of spiritual things. They want to make gist of something that is so important. They take sin lightly. They vain. They don't care about God. Even God is not in their mind. And it bothers me that those are the kind of people that we Christians are moving with today. Oh, we don't care. Ah, let's, maybe God will change them and they are changing you. You know, one thing a person told me one day, he said, it's easier for someone that is up here. Abby? Do you, do you understand what I mean? Oh, easy. For someone that is up, down to get up. And that is why God really wants every one of us to live a separated life. It be shayoto. Bless God, we are saved by the grace of Jesus Christ. But the grace of Jesus Christ wants us to live a life that is separated unto Him. You know, our God is a gentleman. He does not want to share with another person. He doesn't want the world to share you. And you are over. Say, God, the power of me. And that is why it bothers me that we do not care about the kind of shape that we are here. You know, when God created the heaven and the earth, 
He should have let the darkness be. But know what the Bible says? He separated the darkness. Because separation to God. And not only that, from the ground. God so that we the importance of separation. So David said, I have rejected the people who are vain, the fleshly people. Everything is So the kind of mind enmity against God. Carnality is enmity against God. And God hates, God despises, God does not want a kind man. And that we believers that fill us with spirit, we live in the spirit of God, we will work in the spirit of God, do things under the power of the fleshly people we need to reject not only that we need to reinforce people but force people that many that God wants us to separate our he said very person look at uh, verse this, the next phrase neither False people. They are not true. They this. And that is why God is telling us the dissemblance. You notice who they are. Say, no, I'm not going to be. So many dissemblance in our lives that we Way. We have so many people that pretend as if they are real, but they are not real. They have something to offer you spiritually. And that I will know with a dissemblance. Who are your friends? Okay, two choices are given you, and you have to pick one. Or you hate God. Whatever is going to do it with what it says. want us to get into the book get into the Bible there are so many great truths in the word of God David said I have not sat with vain persons neither will I go
I will not be You know, I grew up in that environment. school, so done in school. I was so naive to whatsoever things that they were doing in school. You know, I mean, this and this and this and after when I was in secondary school, and I finished, not that I quit, not that I did not finish secondary school, I finished secondary school in the same school, all these things were happening, and I was there, and I didn't, I didn't notice. Maybe because I was kind of a book-oriented person, I don't care about what is going around me. Of viewers, I had a lot of friends that did so much evil. They hurt so many people. I mean, wickedness, atrocities, so wicked. But thank God, I was in the midst, was no part of what happened in the midst of the evil doers. But sometimes, find ourselves in the midst of evil doers. Tell you something of integrity. We say, No, I will never be a part of what is going on in this society. But I will never be them. But say, So David is saying to us, if David was able to do this, and God enabling power is still available for you and I today, and we also we can reject, we can separate. The congregation of Budoras. Look at the, the last part of verse 5.
God wants us to understand that we integrity. Separation. In our separation. Let's see another one. In our in our vacation. Look at verse six. Look at what verse says. Say, I will wash my hands. Innocence. So will I compass thine altar, O Lord. How can I approach God? How can you approach God? How can I approach God? Listen. I want you to understand it this evening. When you approach God, even as a believer, God will never tolerate anything of sin in the life of believers. And sanctification is the work of the Holy Spirit in the lives of believers. I mean, we are not talking about uh, someone that is not saved. I'm talking about from salvation, sanctification is a process, step by step. Before glorification. But this sanctification is so important that a child of God, the more we yield ourselves to the Lord, the more the Lord begins to work in our life. And sanctification is the work of God in the lives of believers. So we need to be a man of integrity and it is seen through our sanctification, proven by our life. What people say. Can they see the work of God in your lives? Can they really see that God is changing you? There's a song that we used to sing to the children when we conduct Bible class for children. Say, the things I used to do, I don't do them anymore. There, there has been a great change since I have been born again. There's been a great change since I have been born again. You know, we should not have pleasures in those things that we used to do. God wants us to him higher. I'm pressing on the upward way. New heights I'm gaining every day. That is not talking about monetary. That is talking about spiritual. A lot of people, they want to use that song as they say, oh, I'm going to get more promotion. That is spiritual song. New heights I'm gaining every day. Spiritually, you shouldn't be backward. You should be heading higher. saying. So David said, you know, I have washed my hand in innocence. So will I compromise an altar? How can you approach God if your hearts are not right with the Lord? How about your heart tonight? Is it right with the Lord? How about your heart? Is it the same with the heart of God? And know, can God look at it and say, I have found a man after my own heart. I have found a woman after my own heart. A man with a perfect heart. I mean, God, perfection is not changed. But when we chase after perfection, we will get perfect. Every one of us, we are just working every day, not to go to heaven, but towards perfection on earth. God wants us to be perfect as he is perfect. And this is the work of God in our lives. So we need to understand that the integrity of believers is seen in their steps, is seen in their separation, is seen in their sanctification. And number four, 
That is where we're going to stop this evening. A sin in their soul winning. You know what is soul winning? Soul winning is the time you publish, you proclaim, you herald the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, every one of us does something for God. It's not when you are standing here and you are preaching to people, then you can serve God. Amen? Every one of us, we have a job that we can do. Every man and woman, God has given us an opportunity to serve Him. We can serve Him by preaching to others. The Bible says, Go ye therefore into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Let me tell you that preaching and proclaiming the gospel is not only for Fellowship Baptist Church, it's for every local church, it's for every assembly of believers. Go ye therefore into all the world. Look at verse 7. Look at what David said. Say that I may publish with a voice of thanksgiving and tell of all thy wondrous and tell. Listen, the preaching of the gospel, the preaching of the truth, the preaching of the Bible is not only in the New Testament, also in the Old Testament. They preach, they proclaim. That is why the Bible tells us that I mean, I mean, one generation should tell another generation. That is proclaiming. That is witnessing. One generation telling another generation. One generation telling another generation. That is why, let me say this. God gave the job to the nation of Israel. They fail in the responsibility that God has given to them. They fail in the job that God has given to them. Then God called the church. You know that the church is also failing today? The church is failing today by not doing what God wants us to do. You know, the church is going to tell you something. We know nothing about the meetings, fashions in the church, I don't get it. In, in some churches, that is that is not right. When the Bible tells us that a man shall be husband and wife should be together, they sh- I believe strongly our family is. I mean, our church is family oriented, and that is why I tell people: if your if your husband is going differently and your wife is going differently, don't come here. You want husband and wife to be together. Will be hearing the same thing. Where they will be hearing the same thing. So that is so important, believers, that we need to tell one, tell another. Jesus said, "I'm going to proclaim that I may publish with a voice of thanksgiving and tell of all that wonders." Your faith with. I'm challenging you this evening. When last. Give you this trust, and then you, I mean, you go through it. When did you share your faith with other people? You know what they will say? say? I will publish with my mouth, with a voice of thanksgiving. They don't even have to be giving out to people. Say, I will use my mouth to the great, the wondrous things. You know, one thing about be the glory. It says something in verse two I love. It says, The vilest offender. Who truly believes that moment from Jesus are pardon received? Tomorrow, your pardon. See that? 
He said, if the person truly believes, that moment from Jesus, a pardon received. I will, I, will, I, will, I will not pardon you again. No, that Publish. How they can have eternal life. How we doing our job? Integrity of belief is so important. Men and women, they are looking at our lives. They are looking at my life. Are we representing Christ well? What we are supposed to be believers. I know that there are so many they don't really care about you. They don't really care about your spiritual life. They don't really care about if you are growing as long as you are bringing your money. I want you to understand that. God cares about your spiritual life. That is why God commands grow, grow, grow. How was your Christian life? Or have you been Jewish in your personal work with God? You know, something that bothers me in Christianity, you know, people tell me that I used to be in the choir. I stopped being the choir. Why? Pastor, I used to serve the Lord. I stopped serving the Lord. Why? Pastor, I used to go to church and I stopped going to church. Why? So many things going on. Let me say this to us lastly before we pray. We are in the end time. And Satan is working tirelessly. Do you know that? Satan is not after those who are not Christians because they are already in his captivity. And he knows that his time is what? Short. It's all right to believers. People who want to do something for God. And that is why he tries to sow the seed of doubts, the seed of discouragement, the seed of despair, the seed of disappointment into our lives so that relax. And once we are not productive for God, Satan is jumping. He's always happy when Christians are not living for God so much this evening. Thank you for the truth of your word. I believe so much. You've blessed my heart. The simple so. Desperately we need your help. Father, we pray, oh Lord, that you will, you will help us. Help us, Lord, to live for you. Help us, Lord, to be man and woman of integrity. Father, we, we, we look up to you as the only one that can help us. We have no strength of our own. We have no power of our own. Father, we confess our inability to you. In any way that have gone wrong, Father, have mercy upon us. Thank you, Father, for everything that you've done. We ask all of this. Take our prayer request.